Hey talkers, welcome to Keep Talking Podcast. Keep Talking is the best platform for you to reach an advanced level of English by practicing every day and also connect with a global community. This podcast is a mix of our Instagram lives and IGTV videos, along with other recorded content. Sometimes we just give tips on how to improve your English, and other times we talk about a wide variety of topics, sometimes with special guests. Most of the episodes are in English, some are a mix of English and Spanish, and in a few we only speak Spanish. I hope you enjoy, and remember to follow us on Instagram at keeptalkingco, or check out our website, keeptalking.co, to join our community and learn more about how we can help you. What's up, talkers? How are we doing today? Okay, in today's episode, I decided I wanted to talk about vocabulary in English related to buying and renting. Properties, places to live, houses, apartments, mansions. No, I don't know. Maybe. Maybe. A lo mejor tengas mucha plata y puedes comprar una... ¿Cómo se dice? Wait a minute. How do you say mansion in Spanish? Is it mansión? You know, sometimes it just doesn't sound right. When you're going through something in your head and you're like, how do I say that in Spanish or English? And I'm probably overthinking it. I don't know. I'm sure that all of you in your career as English learners and speakers have had this happen as well. But anyway, today we are talking about vocabulary for buying and renting things. Uh, these are mainly terms that you will hear in the U.S. Some of them are kind of slang. Other ones are very common um, and formal language. But I wanted to do this because, well, number one, I know that a lot of you may at some point be planning to travel to an English-speaking country, so this will be important to know. And number two, the idea just popped into my head because I'm looking at either renting or buying a new place for myself. And so I'm like, hey, let's do an episode on it. ¿Por qué no? Vamos. All right. So, um, yeah, let's do it. The first term I've got, and this is a very common, important one, is real estate. Real estate. Real estate. And that just means bienes raíces. And, you know, when I see that in Spanish, it always kind of confuses me. Bienes raíces. So, like, to me that means, like, root goods, right? But... Yeah, I guess the goods that are like rooted in the ground, you know, real estate, your house. But yeah, that's real estate. So you might get a real estate agent. Now, this is a word, you may have seen this word before. The word is tenant, tenant, T-E-N-A-N-T, tenant. Now, this word can be a little bit complicated because, well, I don't think there's not really an equivalent to it in Spanish. There's not a cognate, right? No hay un cognado, see. Um, well, like, what is tenant? I got, I got to look this up. A tenant arrendatario? What? Nobody says the Really? Alquilador, maybe. Okay. A tenant? La persona que está arrendando, que arrienda el lugar. ¿Verdad? La persona que está pagando la renta. That's the tenant, right? But anyway, I, yeah, I thought to myself, like, how do you say a tenant in Spanish? And the reason I wanted to point this out to you... Um, the English word is because in the U.S., since we speak improper English, a lot of times we say it like tenant. The tenant. It's almost like ten in, you know? The tenant. Like, who's the tenant? Are you the tenant of this property? Yeah, I'm the tenant. Like, it's tenant. Tenant. The tenant. The tenant in British English, but in American English we say, yeah, the tenant. I'm the tenant. I pay the rent. And so, of course, the next term I have is either rent or mortgage. Now, Rent is just, of course, la renta, verdad? Easy, right? The mortgage, you'll notice I'm skipping a letter as I pronounce it, too. 
Well, that's the hipoteca. Hipoteca. Sorry, my Spanish is bad sometimes. La hipoteca. Okay. Now, in British proper English, they would probably pronounce it the mortgage. Do they? Well, that doesn't sound right either. There's a T in there. M-O-R-T-G-A-G-E, right? But we pretty much don't even pronounce the T. We say the mortgage. How much do you have to pay? How much is your mortgage, right? Um, you have the lender, of course. By the way, I'm getting to the more exciting stuff towards the end. I know these are kind of like the boring terms. The lender is the prestador. Now, the different types of places that you will find. Also, make sure you notice that I'm always saying that word place, right? It's just kind of like a common... It doesn't just mean lugar. It also just kind of means like the house. Or, that, or that's how we... Yeah, that's how we say it. Are you coming over to my place tonight? Uh, or yeah. Um, have you seen his new place? Have you seen her new place? That can place can be used for anything. Can be used for a casa, apartamento, lo que sea. And so, of course, the the four or five main types of properties that we have in the U.S. are just a house, right? Una casa, and then we have things like townhouses and condos. Well, we also have apartments, and that one's pretty easy. Apartamento, departamento, dependiendo de qué país eres. Um, apartment. Um, and then you have things like senior living or senior housing facilities. But what about those other two, townhouse and condo? Like, what the heck are they, and what the heck is the difference? Well, what is the difference? I really don't even know. <laughs> I've looked this up before. I'm like, what is the difference between a townhouse and a condo? Because right now, I, for example, live in a townhouse, and I pay rent on a townhouse, which makes me the tenant, as I said. And, But... Yeah, so a townhouse is essentially, it's a, it's like a, usually smaller than a regular house, but it is like a house that's attached to another house. Like usually they're in like a townhouse complex, as we call it, right? Or a neighborhood full of townhouses where they all kind of look the same. There will be multiple ones attached together, but it is sort of like having your own house. It's nice. I like it. Um, but then, like, what is a condo? There are some small differences, a condo or a condominium, but to me, it honestly seems like the same thing. And honestly, when I Google it, Google, like, doesn't even really know the answer. Google's like, well, let me refer you to this article here, and um, there's some highlighted areas about the differences between a townhouse and a condo, but I don't really know. I'm just tracking your every move. My name is Google, and I don't know the difference between a townhouse and a condo. Woo! Okay, ramble a lot there. Townhouses and condos are almost the same thing. They're sort of like in between an apartment and a house. And of course, you can typically you rent an apartment, but you can actually buy an apartment. You can buy a condo or a townhouse, um, or you can rent it, right? And you can rent a house as well. So in the U.S., you can buy or rent really all of these. Now, when you go to buy or rent, you're going to be looking at a lot of different things. The first thing you're going to be looking at is the floor plan, right? What is the Spanish term for the floor plan? El plano, el plano de planta. Hmm, el plano de planta. That just really sounds to me more like estamos cultivando, cosechando cosas. El plano de plantas? What? Really? Maybe. Okay. Anyway, the floor plan. Yeah, how many bedrooms does it have? How many bathrooms does it have? How many square feet is it? Etc. Etc. Then you'll also look at the amenities. The amenities. Now, when I, go, when I put this into my translator, since my Spanish is just terrible, and I don't know any of these words sometimes, I get servicios or instalaciones or comodidades. Now, I actually kind of think that comodidades is the best word for amenities because when I hear the word amenities, 
I usually think of like the extra things. I suppose like everything is included in the amenities, right? You have a washer and dryer. Do you have a fitness center? It's funny how that's like the second thing on my mind because I'm very into fitness, obviously. Do you have parking? Do you have, um, I don't know, a guest lounge, free Wi-Fi? Who knows? Like the amenities, the servicios or the comodidades. I think they're the comodidades, the things that make you comodo or comoda. Anyway, um, then you've got utilities, um, which... Well, that's basically like servicios or utilidades. And you really want to make sure you know which ones are included. So um, water, gas, electricity, um, heating. I can't think of what else, but you know what I mean. Now, you'll hear some slang terms um, related to what type of place it is. Well, we talked about mansion earlier. The opposite of a mansion would be like a shack. You know, yeah, he lives in a little shack over there. A really small rundown. Rundown meaning like just not very good quality, not very clean. Um, if someone tells you that you live in a shack, that's probably an insult. Um, you'll also maybe hear the term fixer-upper. A fixer-upper? What is a fixer-upper? So it's something you fix, right? Or it's like a house that you buy that is um, maybe not in the best condition, but you can do some repairs on it to make it a really nice house. A fixer-upper. You'll hear a slang term for house, which is crib. And if you've ever seen the show MTV Cribs, you'll know what I'm talking about. Um, this is a very slang American word typically for house is crib. We mentioned place before. Yeah, come to my place, man. Or yeah, you should check out my new place. We're going to have a housewarming party. A housewarming party is like a little fiestita that you have with your... Um, with your friends right after you move into a new place, whether it's a house or apartment. Sometimes people do it when they move into like an apartment that, you know, it's not even really like, well, it doesn't even have to be a big deal. Like you can move into a new apartment, like right next to the old one that you lived in and like basically nothing changes, but they'll have a housewarming party just that way they can stay up till four in the morning and drink a lot, you know? You know how people are, right? Anyway, so then you have things like flats and lofts. Now those are basically just like types of apartments. So like, yeah, he lives in a flat, she lives in a loft. And I mean, I don't even know. The definition of these, heck, it's, it's hard. I feel like sometimes they're just like thrown out there, you know? Like, yeah, I live in a loft. Like typically a loft is something I think that's on a higher level, but don't quote me on that. Lo más importante que deberías saber de este episodio es que no deberías estar 100% seguro de nada de lo que digo. <laughs> anyway, but a flat or a loft just basically means like an apartment that someone lives in. You'll hear things like high rise. No, this is why I think that loft is usually someplace that's going to be high up because you'll hear like high rise lofts, right? They live downtown in a high rise building. Uno de esos rascaciel apartamentos. Um, making up words now, but one of those big, tall buildings with a lot of apartments. Uh, a downtown, typically they're downtown, right? Uh, a downtown high-rise apartment building or almost like a skyscraper apartment building. And then the last term I had on the list, and these are in no particular order, whoops, but down payment, down payment, pago inicial. It makes more sense in Spanish, right? Like the initial payment, el pago para iniciar. The down payment. Yeah, how much are you going to put down on that? How much, uh, yeah, what, what do you put down? What do I have to put down? That's like the slang way to say it. What's the down payment on that? The down payment. I have no idea why they decided to call it el pago de abajo, the down payment. But, but you get what I mean. So el pago inicial is the down payment. The down payment. All right, talkers. 
I hope this was kind of useful, and if it wasn't useful, I hope it was kind of entertaining, and if it wasn't entertaining, well, then I hope you have a better rest of your day than the 10 minutes of listening to this podcast. <laughs> no. Um, thank you for listening, talkers, and we will talk again soon. Thanks for listening, talkers. Remember that Keep Talking is the best platform for you to reach an advanced level of English fluency and connect with a global community. Remember to follow us on Instagram at keeptalkingco and check out our website, keeptalking.co, to join our community and learn more about how.